0: Hello and welcome
2: to the big preview of the season episode with me, Russell Guyver, with my usual co-host Peter Marsh back from scouting out Messi in Barcelona. <laughs> that was what you were doing, wasn't it?
3: It was, yeah. I, mean, he's, he's, I said he's like interested next season, but he doesn't want to come this year.
2: Yeah, it was the 700 million, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah we could afford it, but we decided not to. I, yeah. I, I did go
3: with a, big, with a suitcase full of money, but it wasn't enough. <laughs>
2: Excellent. Um, and we've also got with us, returning, a couple of our regulars, Robin Woolley.
4: Hello, Robin. Hi, guys. Bringing my optimistic attitude to proceedings. Yeah, he's in,
2: he's, in his, he's in his bad mood phase. It's transfer window, Robin. Oh, not good. It's not good. <laughs> and we've got a welcome back to Andy Knott as well. How are you, Andy? I'm good. I'm good. You're looking like a Bond though. villain here.
4: Yeah, it's, it's very chair, much a Bond cal- villain vibe.
2: It's got a calculated finger on lips, pondering look. Yeah. Well, it's it's, it's, it's like, a tribute
4: it's a tribute to Diana Rigg, isn't it?
2: <laughs> is it is it your transfer countenance, is it? Your, your transfer window face.
4: Yeah. <laughs> 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 Blue
1: <Bloomfield.
2: laughs> Love it. Brilliant. Well, on this episode, we're going to do the big preview for the weekend when it all kicks off again. It seems like only a few weeks ago, doesn't it, that we were playing. And that's because. Funny that, yeah. (laughs) Um, Not much of a pre season. It's certainly the latest we've ever kicked off in this country for a regulation season, uh, if you can call it that. And uh, we'll be talking through all our prospects for the year ahead and what we think is going to happen, who we think is going to do what this season as well in the wider picture. First of all, a few bits of news that have come up. Uh, The government are uh, restricting our movements again due to further spikes in COVID. So we're restricted now to groups of six and so on. Um, October's plans to come back to football, uh, to, to fans going into grounds at football is looking maybe up in question. Paul Barber on tonight's fans forum that was held just before we recorded this, we're saying it's just to be played by ear for the moment, but we'll have to see what happens. Um, that may affect things. Uh, the Leeds love In on Sky Sports News is well-footed. There's been daily episodes you could watch, 15 minutes. I know Peter will be watching those avidly, probably recording them for posterity as well. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they're really going to town. Of course, the media love is well underway. Um, in other news, David Stockdale has gone to Wickham Wanderers, who are in the championship, so not a bad move. Maybe a good good move for him. Was he on loan uh, there
4: last season? Yeah, he I was. Yeah. He finished he was. Finished, I finished the season because I think he was on he was on the bench for the playoff final. I think wasn't
3: he? Yeah, he, he was. Oh. And he also he also apparently made a massive error in preseason and like let the ball go. Oh, I his saw that. Yeah, it went,
4: yeah, it went straight <laughs> through him. Yeah,
3: yeah, they still gave him a contract.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, good luck to him. <laughs> he might need it. Um, the other news is really just transfer news, mainly the fact that there isn't much. Um, Victor Giorqueras is apparently interesting, Swansea. Um, so that it's might been, there's be been a, a lot of transfer event.
3: news, it's just all out. Oh, we have well,
2: signed well, mean, kind a of
4: player today. Yeah, yeah, yeah we another have. another centre back. Yeah, yeah, yeah of so course. We're to moving be. towards our 110 formation. <laughs> <laughs> <not> going to
2: be <laughs> deploying. And he's a young lad, of course, so it is also with the under 23s theme that we always seem to have. Um, it is John Paul Van Heck, I think it's yeah. pronounced, isn't it? Yeah. Uh,
4: he's off he's to leave on loan. Breda.
2: <laughs> he said he he's off to make him
4: into a man. He's off to somewhere in Europe on loan, yeah. according to the article. So also, yeah, That's quite wide-ranging. It Narrows it down a lot. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. So that's it. I think David Button, I can't remember if it's since our last podcast, but he's he's confirmed as West Brom, outbound, undisclosed fee. Um, other than that, not much going on. We are rumoured to be one of six clubs interested in the player that I would really like us to bring out and have been an advocate of for a while, Ryan Brewster of Liverpool, a loan or a permanent deal or a permanent deal with a buyback option, any of those options I would take. In fact, I'd take anything right now because <laughs> we haven't got a striker to cover at all should anything happen to Neil Morpé and Aaron Connolly. Um, that's about it news-wise, unless you boys have got anything else on that side of things. No. So... On that note, we'll go straight into the preview. Um, So, how do you think we're going to do, Peter? As it stands, obviously subject to to any transfers, what do you think? As
3: it stands, we're playing it very tight in my view. If if Mope especially gets injured, um, we're really, really in trouble. As the team stands at the moment, the squad, I think it probably is an improvement on last season. I think we, we you know, the kind of that we have improved in various positions, like while White might not be improvement on Duffy, he probably is more naturally available to play in the position that Potter does want him to. Similarly, um obviously Lampte only had a few games last season, McAllister only had a few. We've got Malumbi, hopefully midfield you know, hopefully make an impact to Zate back. So I, I do think we've got a better squad than last season overall. It's just that as it has been since we've been in the Premier League, it's that elusive striker really. And hmm. hopefully a left wing back as well at some point.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, Andy, what's your uh, take on it so far?
1: Yeah, I I mean, I I wouldn't disagree too much with that, although um, all I'll say is that the transfer window is open for another three and a half weeks, and Mm. I suspect that we'll get a decent striker in. Um, You know, this is the kind of period that tests people's nerves. um, Yeah. uh, It's good that we've got Tony Bloom Mm. there. Um, yeah. I would agree that beyond the striker, um, there are people talking about two strikers. I can't see that happening. I really can't. Mm. Um, but I think Peter's probably right about left wing back being the kind of next priority position or, or maybe a kind of what I might call a, a, a kind of winger stroke um, attacking wide midfielder or, or something along those lines. Um Uh, You know, we're talking about left-back, left-wing-back. Currently in Bernardo, um, Bern and March, um, I think we've got decent enough cover there. And actually, March was more or less our best player against West Brom in a dire contest. Um, Mm. I don't know if you've spoken about that on this program. Um. Just mentioned the uh, the fact it was dire and it was nil nil,
2: nothing mm. more than that so far because I I didn't see it actually, but uh, I don't know if you uh, so see the whole game, Andy. Yeah, and what was I mean? Apparently, Basuma was very good.
1: Of uh, course. He was the best player again.
2: Yeah, uh, other than that, Basuma
1: has been better than faultless since. Well, probably the Wolves game. He was very good in that Sheffield United game, mm. um, but he's in such rich vein, vein of form. Um, and something's just clicked about his understanding of the game, his positional play, and so forth. Because he had that talent beforehand, and mm-hmm. I have him down to be our player of the season. Um,
2: yeah, yeah. Well, well, Robin. I mean, looking at our
1: in so far, we've had
2: we've got Emerson, Weird, and Donka. Pupion and Van Hecker are all obviously just developmental signings. The only two significant ones we had in seniors are the and Veltman, who obviously are going to play their part. Um, but how important is what Andy's just been talking about, Pesuma, to really stepping on the season? Because if he's rising in quality, can we rise with him? We're going to have to, aren't we? We're
4: going to have to. I mean, if we, the squad as it stands now, if we if we don't add a striker. I will say that I think it's very unlikely that we will go into the season with just the two of them. If we do, bottom three. Hmm. If we add a decent striker, we can can be looking at the kind of 12th, 13th. I do really think it hinges on that because we've seen last season and we've seen in pre-season how comfortable we are on the ball how fluid a lot of our passing is. We're comfortable in defence. We don't actually, if we're on our day, we don't actually really concede that many chances. But as we've talked about on many episodes, all of that is fairly pointless if you can't do it at the other end. Yeah. I mean, it, so it really I does. Think it, it does, it rests. I mean, it's yeah. bizarre to say that almost the entire season hinges on getting a decent striker in because, you know, more pay we were lucky last year with injuries. Again, we talked about that. We mm. didn't really have... We talked about it through we had players that were out for periods of time, but we didn't really have key injuries in key positions at key times. But even if you look at that, I mean, you take away... That's, you take the West Ham game, for instance. We needed something different. Glenn gets the goal. I mean, you need that other option. If, you, he's, say, if, you, if you're leaving it with Connolly and pay, we're not staying up.
2: Because more, more pay, obviously, it's just relying on one person. It just takes yeah. an injury and we're in trouble. Connolly still, obviously, is developing and he's not going to yeah. be consistent too much. But, um, Andy, back to you, sir. You, you're keen to yeah, speak Robin, on this
1: Robin's one. Robin's description <laughs> of last season about um, was actually the mirror image of that West Brom game. We had an awful lot of possession in their half um, and they, <coughs> it looks as West though. Ham, yeah. West Brom.
4: And the friendly just gone. Oh, with the friendly,
2: sorry, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, They just had a kind of bang across their penalty area, and we were just passing the ball from side to side and just get through them. Hmm. Um, and you know, we've said it a few times before. It's not quite so much about the quality of the finishing; it's the quality of that final ball, or um, all, all that kind of decision making, um, and that that's that's what we need. But of course, that's what everybody needs you know that's what um Leeds and and Villa and um I mean Newcastle seem to have done pretty well on that front but all, all those kind of teams in in you know bottom half teams mm-hmm. that's what they need um
3: yeah I agree and I I do think I do hope that Lalana will make a difference there though that's kind of
1: where yeah, if he but, settles
3: and also if McAllister settles down as well hopefully well, he mean, should make a um, difference
1: the the other thing to say there is Mope did have a very poor game against West Brom, and um, I haven't seen much from McAllister since those first couple of cameo appearances, actually. So um, I'm not holding out too much on McAllister. But it'll or... take time, but I'm hoping he'll start to develop more as we go along, and
3: Alana's there in the short term, hopefully, to provide the kind of quality we need.
1: Yeah. yeah um i know that phrase that you can open one hand and shit in the other so <laughs> one fills up first <laughs>
3: it's an optimistic view there Andy.
2: <laughs> what a lovely thought thanks andy <laughs> it's but your yeah. way
3: with words why we ha- why we have you on the show yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it is those fine lines, though, isn't it? I mean, it, it said, if Pesuma can carry that form in, for example, and if he can create and if he can bang in a couple of goals like the Burnley one to, to to weigh in with that, and if Lalana can stay fit and he can provide some key key passes into key areas to to create a couple more goals against the likes of West Brom, who definitely will set up uh, in the league game the way they did in that friendly, um, that could be the difference. Um, and else everyone else. We
3: Someone else we're missing there is Alzarte, who when actually played further yeah. forward in midfield, may well also, I mean, he's so good on the ball, so confident, you know, he may well end up, you know, being able to break down defenses as well. That's
2: another one. Yeah, yeah. that's it, and I mean, Consard. Yeah. Yeah. We could even play we could have end up with somebody like Ben White um playing and holding mid uh, to facilitate that at some point as well, maybe. Because he well, has played the, there the, once three at the, back would the that.
3: I would say the three at the back
1: probably is yeah, the way through it.
2: True,
1: yeah. Well, Um, imagine if we do play three at the back with White, Webster, and Dunk as the kind of first choices, that Potter will try to drive into them to do certain things at certain times to disrupt the organization of the opposition. Because obviously, normally, if you play three um, centre backs, then you're outnumbered in your attacking third. Um, and uh, they're going to have to be smart enough to know how to play. I mean, the way in which we've been set up in the two friendlies is that Webster's been on the left, White on the right and Dunk in the middle and Dunk slightly further back. Um, and, and Webster's look, looked amazing in that position. Um, and I think... I think he played in the back four, so in a, a in a pair of centre backs. But I think he, he played a lot on the left hand side of Bristol City, actually. Mm.
2: Um, yeah, which could could certainly help. Um, and spe- speaking of uh, the defence, by the way, Tariq Lampty making his debut for the under-21s for England. I uh, just thought I'd mention that one while I remember. Congratulations to him. And I think it was a clean sheet, wasn't it, as well? But, uh, yeah, I,
3: I, I mean, we, there is a lot of complaints at times about the, the transfers and the signings we make. But for three million quid, when you look at what Aarons, who's the Norwich guy, has been linked with £20 million moves. And mm. I think Lampty is a class above him. And he's not even close. I mean, you, you look at what a deal that was for him and how good yeah. he looks already. I mean, that's a, and he's another outlet of course I mean he's so quick especially if you play yeah. wing back so he can have, actually has have more ability to go forward
2: hmm. I think it's looking at the squad and what we've done I mean counting it I've worked out from from what I can calculate 16 players have gone out this summer so far albeit only 7 of those are related to the first team the rest are sort of low moves for younger ones or uh, there's Duffy, Murray and Tau have gone on another loan and Clark as well But um, the ones that have gone out on a permanent deal, Anthony Nockhart to Fulham for 10 mil, reportedly. David Button undisclosed to West Brom. Berem Kyle's contract finished. Same with Scalotto. Martin Montoya's gone to uh, Real Betis, hasn't he? Um, Aaron Moy, the surprise one to China. And, well, Florian Andoni, we're kind of considering, (laughs) has gone because he kind of probably has. Um, Any objections to any of that? Because I know, Robin, you're a big fan of Nockhart, but I mean, subject to suitable replacements are you happy enough with that and the other the, the other ones going out
4: yeah i mean i think we're we're pretty well covered at at right back actually um especially with veltman coming in and lampty you would hope is going to be the first yeah. choice um yeah i mean Shilotto for his comedy his comedy value um <laughs> wasn't really a good defender which is i mean he still holds, holds the honour of the worst 45 minutes I've ever seen from an <laughs> album player ever at Huddersfield. Granted, Chris Hewitt decided to play him on the right wing for some reason, but still, yeah, fair, fair that's fair an accolade, point. which he's beaten, yeah. he's beaten several dreadful players. And, the and 90s, it has to be said, that he wasn't alone that day. No, the whole team mean, was dreadful that day. Yeah, he was yeah. dreadful <laughs> in, a, in a very dreadful performance, but um, <laughs> going off on a tangent. But yeah, I mean, I think, I think w- Moy was a surprise um, hmm. I know we talked about in previous episodes that there was the obvious clash between Gross and Moy um, and how you best fit the two of them in. And I think I I wasn't certain that we would go into the season with both of them still in the squad. I probably would have guessed that Gross would have gone on the basis that Moy had only just signed permanently. But obviously none of us were to know that there was this bizarre clause in his contract which i know you talked about in in a couple of episodes ago um but i mean Moy obviously had he contributed in in a few pivotal moments in the season but i think it's fairly undeniable that he did drop off performance wise from his loan period to his permanent spell I and mean, I don't think it's necessarily connected to that event happening but that just seems to be the timeline of we, we've had a few players what do it that was. um hmm. but yeah I mean I think the way bringing in Lalana, I suppose was also into that you know kind of area of the, of the squad was, sure. was creating another it was creating another clash so I mean I think the bottom line is we seem to have saved an awful lot of wages we've shipped hmm. out quite a lot of money which I was hoping would be leading to something, not monumental, but you were hoping that there was a strategy that we were going to maybe bring in someone of higher quality. But Mm -hmm. I mean, Paul Barber seemed to give the impression that the club has suffered um, as you know, probably most Premier League clubs, we've suffered quite a lot with the COVID situation. And I suppose... The the thing, the unknown, um, and it's, you know, it's not really any of our business, especially, but we don't know how Tony has been affected personally, you know, in his other business interests as part of the, you know, the economic fallout and whether that is having an impact on the amount of money. Because we know that, you know, even as a Premier League club, Tony is still pouring in money and is still propping us up. So we don't know how comfortable he is doing that, given the uncertainty. Mm. So. I don't know. Yeah, I think we've probably done none of the none of the none of the deals are dreadful for us. I mean, we've made a profit on Moy. I still think four million is is fairly cheap. But obviously, that's the, that's the clause. Yeah. You know, it's, it's about a million million
2: profit, isn't it? I think. Yeah, which that. is which profit. is fine.
4: I mean, yeah. Montoya, you'd imagine was on was a fairly high earner given his given yeah. his uh, his pedigree. Um, Duffy yeah. as well. I mean, I imagine. We are still paying some of Duffy's wages. I can't imagine hmm. Celtic have taken on the full, the full chunk, but we must have saved yeah. a fair old, and it's about two million old old loan deal, isn't it? They reckon for yeah. Duffy as well, which because is because still in. got he's got three years left on his contract. Yeah, so, so there's there's yeah. something to be. I mean, if they want him next summer, then hmm. there's going to be a deal to be worked yeah, out. Yeah, that's right. There?
2: And then whatever we got for Button as well, 10 mil for knock, knock out, um, and obviously a couple of other people off the wages. Um, but also, you know, we're, we're in profit in terms of the the transfer window, on the basis that we've got Lallana on a free, albeit there's probably some sign-on fees involved. Veltman reported 900k. Uh, Jensen, we're one of the youth players we've signed, 500k, um, and then I think Cameron Poopy on. Uh, is undisclosed, but it's probably not going to be a huge amount, is it? Uh, six so, figures, you know, fig I thought. Yeah. Yeah. So, we're, we're well in profit. As we said so on speak. the
3: balancing side of that, wage wise, White's obviously signed a new deal, which presumably is signed a new deal. signed yeah, so yeah, a new deal. Alzheimer's has. Connolly has. Yeah, and Lalana's amongst the, the top earners as well, I'd imagine, or one of the, yeah, uh, yeah, you not you, the top earners. to be. yeah. And Beltman, you imagine, probably earn quite a lot as well. So, yeah. So it's probably
4: yeah.
2: about status quo, isn't it? Probably. Yeah something it is. Like I mean but, we
4: just yeah. we don't I mean I know we're going back up we we don't need a lot to to add hmm. to to yeah. the squad. I mean I think
1: it's just a striker. That's yeah that's all we it, need. And, and it really could be work. the difference I compared thought, to last season. Um, yeah, it really it could. Uh-huh. And ideally a bigger striker, uh, mm. Yeah. someone that offers something different to mm. um mm. The two that we have. The classic, yeah. more mobile I mean, I, Murray, basically. I would, I mean, I know we've talked
4: about it. I, I would take Troy Deeney. I know it's unlikely we'll get him. I'd take Troy Deeney,
1: something I would, like that. No, I'd be quite happy with him. I, um, I think he's t- t- more t- likely
4: to go to West Brom or something yeah, like that. But,
1: yeah, sure. um, I, I think it's less likely that we'd take someone um, Troy Deeney-ish. Although, having said that, I think perhaps the last time I, I was on, we were talking about Lalana before he signed, and I was saying he didn't fit the profile of our signings. So you you might want to ignore. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't under Potter. I, I mean, say, no, he I doesn't. Mean, I would say even more so for a striker, um, you wouldn't be getting an agent Premier League. No, but uh, the,
4: the cynic in me thinks that Lalana is an Ashworth signing and not a Potter one.
1: Um. I'm. Uh, I certainly think that is an Ashworth sign in, but I'm not so sure that I'd necessarily want to carve a distinction between Ashworth and Potter. But you, I mean, you did say it's not necessarily your your view, Robin. It's just your dark side coming out. Yeah, <laughs> no, it is. That is.
4: But I, I, I mean, I think a lot. Obviously, I think Ashworth has reference that he worked with when he was at the FA that, or working with England, that, that, co- that corresponded with Lallana's time in the England squad. Yeah. So I'd imagine without being flippant, I'd imagine they know it, you know, that there was, there's obviously a relationship there um, previously.
1: And Lallana was absolutely brilliant at that stage of, in his career. He was absolutely mm-hmm. stunning. And apparently he, he is one of the best trainers in the Premier League. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um,
4: so, I mean, I people talk about so. his injury record, but actually, he's only he was only—he just couldn't get into that Liverpool team. Mm. I mean, it's a bit of a myth. The last 18 months or so, he's been fit, but he just couldn't mm. get into that team. Yeah. Which is yeah. fair enough. Which is, which yeah, is exactly. fair enough. Yeah, he's only been unavailable, I think they said, like for eight or nine games over the last two seasons mm. or something. And he
3: yeah. still played yeah. like 15 and 13 or something like that. A lot yeah. of subs, yeah.
4: but... Just couldn't get in. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah but I, I, then, then again Liverpool did play about 70 games last season didn't they so, yeah that's yeah. true that's fair yeah we had one of the Liverpool lads on one of
2: the podcasts John Gibbons and he was saying there was a season I think it was 15-16 or something like that 16-17 where he was arguably one of the best players in the entire team he was absolutely on fire
4: um, he scored was... that really important goal at Norwich for them didn't he
2: yeah yeah and it's on Fairly small moments on isn't it quite often yeah. yeah so we really hope he'll do well I mean Speaking about the transfers, just looking through the deals so far, this, um, this window, I mean, it really is a sign of the times. That we're not alone in not spending much. I mean, even Arsenal, who have a lot of rebuilding to do, they've done quite a bit of frugal business that's not – a load of free signings and a loan of mm. Sabalos coming back. But the only money they've spent is Gabriel, 27 million, and they, boy, do they need a defender anyway, so that's not a problem. And um, Mari is coming for eight mil from Flamengo. Apart from that, loan, I can't see – Yeah. And there's nothing else fee-wise Well, there. they can't get rid of Ozil, can yeah. they? I can't think, air, is, I think, I think the really interesting
3: problem. one is arguably Tottenham. I mean, they've made two signings, I yeah. think, all window. And one of yeah. them's a Southampton basically reserve in the end. And the other one's Matt Doherty, who is... I mean, he's obviously done quite well at Wolves, but he wasn't probably what Spurs fans were hoping for And they've somehow. lost...
4: Who have they lost? Alderweireld or Vertonghen? Which Vertonghen, one of I think. Gone, Vertonghen yeah. they've yeah. lost as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's I mean, true. they've still...
1: I think those key signings for Tottenham are good players, actually. Yes, um, so do yeah, I. I, I do. I uh, do. Yeah, but but they're just so still. Cool. I mean, they're similar to us. They've
4: got when Kane get when Kane gets injured, inevitably mm. when he does his hamstring mm. again. Um, they can't just rely on goals coming from further back as Son yeah, or from
2: Lucas like or Son yeah. or whatever
4: yeah. it might be. Um,
2: don't forget, they have signed um, Joe Hart as
4: well. So uh, oh, yeah. it's yeah. not all bad. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I think I mean, Newcastle <laughs> have done the Newcastle have done very good business. Yeah, oh, yeah.
2: Newcastle, yeah. I mean, to, to list their stuff in full for anyone that doesn't know, Callum Wilson has gone on, on to them for uh, 20 mil this week from Bournemouth. Ryan Fraser, who was available on a free, having been with Bournemouth as well. Uh, Jeff Hendrick, I'm not so convinced with, but he was on a free from it's Burnley. funny, I was going
3: to say, I think he's the best of the lot, actually, arguably.
4: Yeah, decent oh. side. I, I
3: think he's been, he was a really big part of that Burnley team, and they missed yeah. him after yeah. lockdown. I would yeah. say he's arguably the best on a free transfer one of the best bits of business
2: of the summer. It's not yeah. bad. And even Jamal Lewis, who Liverpool made a bid for 10 mil and they were rebuked and they, they didn't want to go beyond that. It obviously, as a backup, isn't he, for, for Liverpool. But, um, you know, they've come in for Jamal Lewis and got him for 15 mil, which I think, I haven't seen enough of him to be sure that's the right fee, but it sounds like a decent price.
4: Yeah, well he's to going to be, you'd imagine thing. he's going to be first choice as opposed to not getting in ahead of Andy Robertson. So yeah. from a career yeah. point of view, it's a, it's a better move, isn't it? Yeah.
2: yeah. For what it's worth, their only other signing is a free from Motherwell, a guy called Gillespie, who I know nothing about. But uh, even looking at other teams, I mean, you've got, for example, I mean, Burnley, you could say they're a fairly steady sort of side. that have kind of they're very carefully moved people in and out. And this window, they've signed two people I've got to admit I've not heard of. Um, Norris, undisclosed from Wolves, and Diallo, who's
1: on a free from Arsenal, I presume is one of their youth team, I yeah. guess. So they've done very modest business. West Ham are trying to prize Tarkovsky from this. Yes, they want they yeah. a couple of bids. I've they? got
3: Leicester so reportedly as well, I heard Yeah, there's yeah, a few in. But they want
4: 50, yeah. he's got a, well, no, they said he has a release clause for 50 million.
2: Well, yeah. it's, only, it's,
4: it's only applicable to three clubs.
2: Yeah, yeah. But, but they've lost Diogana to West Brom. I was going to say, that's Manor a really West interesting
3: Brom, one, because that's caused a real, caused a fuss, real furore amongst yeah. West Ham fans, and then even even Mark Noble.
4: That be yeah, because he's been at West Ham that. since he was like eight or something. He's another yeah. one, isn't he?
2: There's an interesting criticism of Mark Noble, actually, on, I think it was the Totally Football podcast this week there. Somebody said that he's he sort of plays on the pitch... That, pretty much resembles what he said in uh, in dispatches this week is that he, he he likes to be seen to be mucking in, chucking his body around, not necessarily playing very intelligently uh, without the ball. And almost this was a representation of him in, in social media form when he was complaining it's probably not done West Ham any mm. good. He was uh, at West Brom last season so they are not lost something they didn't so has to be hand said hand. For, all,
3: for all the fuss around the ownership, and obviously who they aren't—they aren't very popular. They did spend forty-five million pounds on a striker last summer, and yeah. turned out to yeah. be a pretty average striker, though, so for yeah. this first season. Yeah, no, they went and
4: they went—they went and spent a lot on Jared Bowen, didn't they? In January yeah. as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah. the well. the Spanish midfielder, as well. Um, four oh, now yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, they spent like a hundred
3: million plus last season. Yeah, they're just—they're just, they're just and, dreadful. But, I mean, it's just.
1: Um, I, I, I'll offer a different view, especially if they get Tarkowski. I think they'll be quite good because they were coming good towards the end of last season. That suit. Is that absolutely amazing signing? Is that a brilliant player? Yeah, He's brilliant. The, I mean, that they're they're Chelsea. Guys. They
4: beat Chelsea, didn't they? Yeah. They played really they're well in that
1: game. Together, and Antonio was a revelation up front. I mean, yeah. I mean, they always, if they can keep
3: Antonio fit, they're
1: such a better. T- I mean, against
3: us, they we were three-one up when he was on there, and he was hmm. all over. And we had basically had to sit back because we couldn't basically deal with his pace. But the minute he went off, I felt we got further yeah. on the pitch and we were able to attack more.
2: Yeah. and we looked more I mean, dangerous. To- it's still not much business from West Ham though so far. Who fifteen? No, mills, I mean, I read, I read I oh, they say, there, wasn't They're
4: trying to, they're trying to move out Jack Wilshere, um, Lanzini.
3: Why did they and, sign
4: him in the first place, Wiltshire? I don't know.
0: So um, he's They're in trying, trying to get rid of oh, Felipe oh,
4: Anderson oh, as well. Yeah.
0: Aren't
1: they? And, and Thornells and Lanzini. I mean, they're, they're, they're all similar kind of players on probably yeah. huge wages. Um, yeah,
3: they're probably over, overpaid by West Ham, classic kind of... Yeah,
2: I mean, you look at the squad. The squad's good. They don't, on, on paper, they don't need to do much business. But ultimately, um, how much of a team is that? How much focus mm. and, and sort of thin down... Um... They
3: have got rid well, of that if... dreadful keeper, Roberto, at least. That's a good No, no, unfortunately. <laughs>
2: Unfortunately so yeah. <laughs> um, so they've not done much um, But they could do okay This season Southampton Again a Very recurring theme here They've signed a player They already had on loan Same as a lot of clubs uh, Walker Peters 12 mil from Spurs But good business Nonetheless Salisu is the interesting one He's come for 10.9 mil From Real Valladolid In Spain I heard good um, things
3: about him There's been you know, suggestions yeah, That he's a real yeah. Bit of a coup for them To get him
2: I think Not but many people say about much Southampton About Saints is- Are they
4: Is will Ings have another season like he did last season? Mm.
1: Yeah, exactly. And will he stay fit? Adams was coming through at the end of the season, and um, who's the? uh, Oh, the youngster. um, Oh Oh,
3: yeah, yeah, the Femi, yeah. Hmm. And um, they did have. To yeah. be fair, it has to be said that the second half of the season they must have had a hell of a run because they, they were brilliant. Oh, yeah. They were. They that, were bottomed three or nine,
1: eight or nine nil, yeah. wasn't it? Whatever it was. Yeah. I mean, hmm. in, in terms of what we're talking about, um, us in terms of the final ball and so forth, they flood the box, and um, they really do do intensive sprints. So if if yeah. we could implement some of that next season, mm. then play in that final ball becomes that much easier because there's more players to play it to. yeah Yeah. well
2: just a final word in part one here just continuing on the Southampton theme I think they've gone under the radar a bit probably because they haven't done much business so they've not been in the public eye but I think those two signings uh, look good and I think I like Hasenhutl. I mean, the whole 9-0 thing was an anomaly, I think, really, because, I mean, mm. he did fantastically well to, to get them to bounce back from that. But ultimately, it was a bit bizarre in the first place that it happened. Yeah, I think he's, he's a good manager.
3: Of, there's a lot of criticism mm. of owners sometimes as well. To be fair yeah. to them, the Southampton owners stuck by Hasenhutl yeah. when they could I mean, have yeah. the, been... Given where a lot of clubs are, you wouldn't have blamed them for sacking
4: him at that point compared to others. And they did not yeah. and they stuck by yeah, him. Yeah, it's a tough... I mean, that as a as a, sta- as a single result, that's tough to that's tough to survive from isn't it
2: absolutely yeah, yeah. and and they, they were bottom three already as well
4: mm. yeah so fair I mean, in a movement. similar way it's the it's the kind of it's the hewton five nil bournemouth scenario isn't it yeah absolutely which um, on paper gonna, is a fairly difficult one
2: i'm going to give my one to 20 later in the show um if, where i think people are going to finish that's obviously subject to change with transfers and everything but um Southampton I think will do well, uh, we'll see. Um, anyway, more uh, chat about transfer business that's been going on around the country, uh, more predictions, and if you guys wanna do your one to 20s you're welcome to, <laughs> I'm springing that one and you're on the spot, you don't have to, but give me your predictions in part two. So we'll be back in just a short while, stay tuned folks. Hello, welcome back to part two of this special big preview for the Premier League season starting this weekend. We're recording this on Thursday. The kickoff is on Saturday, although for the Albion, it's on Monday when we take on Chelsea. We'll be talking about that game a little bit as we go further forward in the pod. But we were talking just before the break about teams, who they've signed, what's been going on with various clubs. Um, A few teams we haven't mentioned so far. Uh, first of all, Everton, I've been quite impressed with their business so far, guys. What yeah, do you think but, about um, them?
1: Um, midfielders, all of a sudden, they now yeah. they need to buy a few defenders and a decent goalkeeper. And then yeah, because the didn't,
2: didn't they do something like this before? They signed a load of number
1: 10s in the same season. Yeah, didn't they, didn't they, they, kind of they well. signed Sigurdsson, didn't they?
4: That season yeah. they got Sigurdsson and, and the Dutch guy, else.
2: Wasn't it a Dutch bloke? Lassen, his name. Yeah.
4: Lassen, Lassen, yeah. yeah. But Everton yeah. do this, don't they? They go through patches where they have really incredible midfields. Yeah. And like Andy says, slightly dodgy at the back. And unless they don't yeah. have Lukaku, then
2: I mean, they no score
4: goals. There's
2: a certain vibe about
4: them, though, at the moment. I think I like their
2: kit. I especially like their um, change kit, the away kit. It looks really nice. There's something that has a feel-good well, feel. is a good points. coach.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, loads it, of Ancelotti... <laughs> I mean, he signed Rodriguez three well this is the third time i think isn't it yeah real madrid by munich and yeah,
1: yeah. undisclosed um, fee and um, uh, uh, million. Al- period, alan is um an ex um ancelotti player isn't he yeah Came and from... he hoovers up doesn't he apparently he's very very
3: yeah i think he'll be in... he'll be good the interesting one is rodriguez because obviously he had that brilliant world cup in 2014 was it he's yeah, I mean, yeah. not really since then showing the form that he had. So yeah. can
4: he... Can he re- I mean, yeah, 20... Because he won the golden boot, didn't he? Yeah. And he was going to be the next... He was the next kind of cab off the rank in terms mm. of who's going to be the, yeah. the Messi-Ronaldo um, successor. I
2: heard Tim Vickery interview this week saying that he's still the player, more or less, that you would have seen at the World Cup in 2014 when he was one of the stars of the show. Um, you know, it's a matter of fitness, obviously, whether he stays fit. But in principle, a good signing. Uh, he's got it all-star a good
4: signing as well. Yeah.
2: yeah, I mean, we've all been big fans of his, haven't we? I remember, Andy, you were waxing lyrical about him way back when, when he first did, came on the he, team.
4: I know we talked about it. He scored at the Amex, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. the entire defence yeah. ushered yeah. him towards goal. <laughs> and, 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 and also, also brought him off. Him and scored yeah. for us at Bickridge Road
3: as
2: well. Oh, yeah, he, he did, did yeah. He? yeah. He's one of our OG boys. He scored Go our first goal one. under Potter. Oh, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, those are the three main signings. They've signed a guy called Benkundu, I think it's pronounced, uh, who's a free signing from Marseille. No, absolutely nothing about him, but
0: Is he um, the other though? three,
2: they've... yeah, exactly, yeah. But those three, I think, will definitely complement what they've got. I uh, rate Ancelotti. I think he's a good manager. They've got good backing behind them. They've... There's a feel, good feel about Everton because they've obviously got the new stadium plans slowly moving towards fruition. Um, and I think they've been linked with a couple of other players as well. Who They're going for the right sort of players, I think, for what they need. Um, as you said, I think, Andy, you said it, they need some more defence, maybe. Uh,
1: and the, and but, a decent goalkeeper. I would yeah. Say. But, uh, I'd also say that um, as much as I don't like him, Richarlison's a wonderful player. Mm. Yeah, um, I, I think Great. Calvert-Lewin is, is really good, very underrated. Um, yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. I agree with
1: that as well. If, if, yeah. if we could get a player with the attributes of Calvert Learn, then it'd be perfect for us.
2: Yeah. Um, Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, they're they're one of the big movers. Um, The ones that have been really shy in the transfer market uh, so far this summer have been Man City and Chelsea. They've hardly spent any money at all. Um, City, just a modest 37 mil on Valencia's uh, Ferran Torres, who I rate highly. I know he's come across as a bit of a bell-end in uh, some of the stuff he's been doing on social media. But he he is ultimately a very good player, very young still, very raw, but he's going to be a star. Nathan Ake, I think they've probably paid a little bit over the odds. 41 mil, Bournemouth. Maybe, maybe it's fair enough, I don't know. Um, but they've they've certainly paid through the nose for him. Um there's an undisclosed fee for Moreno from Juve. Um Cabore, or Cabor, I don't know how it's pronounced from Michelin, four million, and Scott Carson on the loan from Derby. Curious one. Um, but it's all about those first two really, uh, Torres and Ake. They're clearly trying to firm up. Uh, the defence with another signing. I don't really think they replaced company last season and it cost them this year. Is he going to be the solution I think the, they need? The big I, is,
3: I mean, I, I think City will win the league, partly because of their signings and partly because there's more to come. And also they can't, I mean, they had such bad luck in the mm. sense with Laporte um, he is by yeah. far
2: their best defender he, now that how did Laporte gone. get injured for ages was it, yeah. uh, was it tactical fouling someone I can't yeah. remember who it was though. <laughs> some, 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 some no mark
1: yeah. <laughs> Adam Webster if anybody wants to though. should have got a winner's uh, medal shouldn't he
2: yeah.
1: but, <laughs> yeah. as we're doing tables or starting doing tables I don't have City's, um champions no uh, I don't which, you, you've, which, got, you've got I've, Leeds I've gone to Liverpool again <laughs> Um, yeah I have. My, I have My problem with City actually Is that, at the other end um, Because Aguero seems to be Picking up injuries and so forth And I I don't really see Gabriel Jesus Coming forward to the extent yeah. That his initial Promise showed um, Yeah I, I agree with that Post lockdown De Bruyne was Amazing but no they've lost Silva as well they've lost Sane yeah. Yeah, um,
2: they'll say they'll say that Foden will step in for Silver, but then they've had Foden no stepping in for Silver yeah. in general as part of the squad dynamic, which they don't have someone to replace Foden if Foden replace kind of Silver. He,
4: he is obviously the long-term successor to Silver, but if they're expecting him to step in and do the same straight away, exactly. Sil, Silver one it. of
2: the Silver's one of the greatest players to to ever grace the Premier League. For me, he's absolutely mm, fantastic. Yeah, and City I mean, fans. I, mm,
3: I do agree awesome. about Hazes not being necessarily obviously as good as Aguero. On the other hand, they have mm. got Bernardo Silva, they have got Sterling, they have got De Bruyne. You look at Liverpool, if, if they lost one of, San, one of Salah, Firmino or Mane to injury, they haven't really got the quality in backups. of. of... The, no, they've um, got um, Devoca I think got, we'll get on to
1: Chelsea do, probably, but, but um, Timo Werner... two forwards in, in, in reserve that I wouldn't mm. be desperate for. To come to yeah. Brighton, either Rigi or Brewster. Exactly,
2: exactly. And I mean, I think I think Timo Verner not not just going pushing out to get him when when Chelsea started getting interested, they could have got him over the line. They would have had to pay more. I think they've got certain principles. They're digging their heels in, whatever. But that could be a game changer potentially because I think Verner was apparently would have been happy to have played a lot of games off the bench. Um, so I'm hearing, if that's the, the case. That would have been a brilliant fit for, the, for Liverpool because yeah. that but would they, have given them the depth, strength and depth they would have needed. As it sounds, they've I'm, also
3: done a City as well and let Lovren go and not replaced him. So they've only got hmm. three centre-halves as well in Van Dijk, Matip and Gomez. Now, again, if Van Dijk got injured, they'd be in, yeah. they'd be in a bit of trouble, yeah. just
4: like yeah. City yeah. would the yeah.
2: bought. I mean, I've agreed, with, I've agreed with Andy that I think Liverpool will win it, but it is conditional on, on not losing one or two of the key players. Uh,
4: I think Chelsea are going to have a sniff.
2: I think they'll have a sniff as well. I think they're going to finish third, but it's going to
4: be a three-way mm. title. I think yeah, they'll definitely be
3: closer. Mainly cuz I don't think that either of Liverpool or City will hit the heights they've done in terms of the points they've won this league with the last couple of seasons.
4: Well, it's going to be interesting with Europe, isn't it? Because it's it's a much more truncated yeah. season and they're trying to fit in the same well they're trying to fit in the same number of games and Europe yeah. it depends are they going to do what are they going to do with the Champions League when it gets to the knockout stages? Are going to, is it going to be two legs? Is it going to be one leg yeah. again? Hmm.
1: I don't I don't think they do have a sniff um, uh, sim- not, I mean their signings are absolutely wonderful um, but it's about integrating them and finding a style of hmm. play I would almost say that the following season they may well have a really really good chance but I think the key question there is how good is Frank Lampard Mm. Um, yeah. Because you know he's up against um, two of the greatest managers in the last few decades, uh, in, in Klopp, Klopp and um, Guardiola.
3: Yeah, similarly, yeah. that's the same question with United. I'd say as well with Solskjaer, because I mean, yeah. in, in essence, United were up with the top two in the second part of the season after Fernandez signed. They've signed Van der Beek, who is actually a really good player as well.
1: Yeah, but, but, but I mean, they're independent, not they?
3: Yeah. Well, Chelsea I, mean, Chelsea, I still think, I keep her away from, from challenging. Yeah, I think... Kepa's Kepper, yeah. not good enough.
2: I think Andy's right. I, I think it's for next season for Chelsea to have a genuine potential chance of the title. I think when, when I say Chelsea will have a sniff, I, I mean, from my point of view, is they'll get involved in the conversation for a while. I don't think they'll be in the shake-up at the end, for the reason you've said, Andy, that uh, there's a lot of integration involved. But the signings are cracking. Havertz, 75.8 mil... Which is the fourth most expensive Premier League signing ever, behind three Man United signings: Pogba, Lukaku, and Maguire. Um, he's come from Bayer Leverkusen. Timo Werner, that we were just talking about, forty-five mil from RB Leipzig. Uh, that's
1: crazy purchase. Yeah, that. that's a lot. Yeah, is, yeah so he's, it's he, a he really will, good deal. He he may well be a good bet for top goal scorer. Yeah. Um, I think.
2: I think so. I, I think I really rate him. I think he's a great player. Ziek, I really like 33.3 mil from IX. Ben well, they paid over the odds. Uh, you do for English players. The 50 mil from Leicester. He'll add some, he'll flesh out the squad quite well. Um, Sars on a free from Leeds. Nice, he'll probably go on loan, they reckon. And, uh, Thiago Silva on a free from PSG. I think the issue with Chelsea has been defence. Um, Rudiger's not bad, but he's a bit, Bit hit and miss sometimes but Silva will add some experience and some depth to the uh, defensive squad won't they yeah uh, won't he I think yeah so I, I've gone for them I've basically gone Liverpool top City second Chelsea third and then fourth I think is going to be Arsenal or Man United I'm not sure who it depends on the Solskjaer factor that you just mentioned depends on how much more well, progress Also, our uh, Ketter, Ketter. Our Ketter. Ketter. yeah
3: I mean mm-hmm. I think we're United similarly to what I said about Liverpool what happens if Fernandez gets injured? I'm not sure they've got the depth again behind mm. him. Yeah, he and Van Der Beek's, their team.
4: Beek's a bit of an odd sign. I mean, I'm not sure how they're going to fit in Fernandez, Van Der Beek and Pogba into the same team.
2: Mm. Yeah, I really I really like Van Der Beek. I think he's a, he's a, I've been a fan of his for a bit. Uh, 39 mil from Ajax. I mean, they had, a, they had a great team again, didn't they, Ajax? just a year or two ago, and he's mm. one of those. And he really drove them on. Uh, but, yes, how does he fit in? We'll have to wait and see. What they could made.
1: do is kind of play a diamond midfield with yeah. Landers at the top, Dabik on the right, on the right, on yeah. the left, and yeah. someone like Matic. Yeah. yeah but, and again, they're Tron,
3: their backup up players aren't good enough as well. I mean, you look behind Rashford, Martial, Greenwood, they're looking at, like, James, one or two others who aren't anywhere near that hmm. same level. And they, you know, yeah. it, Obviously, you can't have the same level as a backup, but you look at City and the number of sh- attackers they've got that they can interchange them, especially in such a busy season, other teams mm. aren't going to have that, that ability, I don't think.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, by the way, Liverpool have only signed Simakis, uh, 11.7 mil yeah. from Olympiakos, so who's quite good, actually, and he's just going to be backup anyway. So they're, they're expecting to go with the flow. Uh, as I said, it depends on injuries, but I think Liverpool top, City second, Chelsea third, Arsenal and Manu will fight it out for the Champions League plate. For me, I reckon the rest of the division is going to go like this. Spurs, Everton, Leicester, Wolves, Southampton, Sheffield United, dropping a bit but not too much, Newcastle, Brighton, West Ham. West Ham could go a bit higher, but I'm not sure yet. Um, Burnley, Palace, Villa, and the bottom three being Leeds, West Brom and Fulham. But I do think Leeds might might outdo it. All Villa, three promotion teams
3: go back down then. Interesting. I think
2: I, I think might Burnley be. are gonna go. Yeah, Burnley's the one I'm not sure about.
4: Yeah. Burnley could do worse they could than yet lose, said there.
3: They could it's, let you lose Dyesh. I mean he, if if they lose Tarkowski, he'd probably be a bit fed up and
4: Well, I mean apparently that, Woods up for serve, isn't he?
3: Yeah, I know I, I saw that, bizarre. but oh, weirdly, man. no one's really interested in him, it seems, or there's not been this any... It's really
4: odd, because he guarantees oh, kind be 10... <laughs> <laughs> He would guarantee... Well, apparently he hated his time online with us. Did he? Oh,
1: lovely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but um, I, I, I can't see Wood going. I, I, I mean, it, to me, it just sounds... You're, you're quite right in what you're saying. It just... Why would they want to get rid of him? Mm. And why would no one want to buy him? Yeah,
4: um, I mean, you think he guarantees 10, 15 goals a season, yeah. doesn't he? Right. Well,
3: you'd have thought anyone outside the big six, or maybe like Leicester and whatever, even Leicester might be interested in him as, a, as an option, you know. He, he seems Came like from an Leicester, didn't he, I think? Yeah. yeah. Did he
2: fail the no-dick, would he fail the no dickheads test? I, I don't, don't know. So. Oh, I, I, I don't think I don't think he would, really.
4: He did pretty
3: well he for was. us when we were here. I, 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 he did, I never yeah, understand he why youngster. he disliked it so much, because we won, we won promotion, we won the championship. He scored a like, few he, goals, didn't he? Yeah.
1: You know. was even better against us,
2: unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah. Yeah, if he moves abroad, that would suit me very nicely. Uh, um, but yeah, saying... I think
4: Bernie could go. I did notice that in the the official BBC Phil McNulty prediction, he's got Palace in the bottom three.
2: Yeah, I, I heard him on a podcast actually saying the same thing. Um, yeah, I would have. I actually had Palace down as. I've, I put them there as fifth bottom. I did have them fancied as relegation. But it too very much depends
4: of... on what, what Wilf does, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, see, I mean, what do you mean by that, Sorry, Andy, yeah, because Because um, Wilf, at the moment, has said that he really doesn't want to play for them. And what, yeah. what, what would be better that he gets sold or he stays at yeah. bolts again? Because well, what, what did he get? Three goals last season.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah. Be, he had a poor season. And he had his probably his poorest season since he's come into his prime. Um, well, I've listened to the Palace podcast. Essentially, what they're saying is no one's particularly happy with Hodgson, but they do think he'll do a functional job of probably keeping them up in most scenarios. And how many years do you Zaha. do that for? Exactly. Mm. It's an ageing squad. It's an ageing manager. I think the problem is that, you know, you don't want an unhappy Wilfred Zaha, obviously, because
1: he's so much... Oh, his price tag of... just
4: drops, doesn't it, as well? The more, mm, unha- yeah, more yeah. unhappy yeah. he is, the sulkier he gets.
1: But the thing, Zaha, who's going to buy him? I mean abroad, I think. This, yeah, line, like, someone maybe.
4: like Dortmund or he'll go.
2: My concern to My concern Where's with Paris, as in I want them to go down and I'm concerned they won't, <laughs> is that um I think Eze has signed, who's uh, who I really rate, I think we mentioned before yeah. yeah. tw- up up to twenty mil from QPR. When all said and done, annoyingly that's a very good signing. He's a very that's dynamic a player
4: with a lot of potential apparently, yeah, apparently also after bright I say samuel as well from qpr yeah
2: he wants he's, to leave. he's quite a chunky fella but he's got a lot of dynamism he's as well absolutely
4: could, rapid yeah he's, as he's well. a unit
2: isn't he yeah. yeah um but with Eze, apparently he was uh, apparently once uh, interviewed and he said that he was inspired quite heavily by zaha and the in their time together at Palace. So I don't know if he's a Palace fan or whether he's just likes those players. But if they strike up a bit of a bond, him and mm-hmm. Zaha, in the master and apprentice type of way, which sounds a bit bizarre for Zaha, but he's probably at that sort of age now, uh, maybe they could play play off each other and they could actually...
3: Especially with nice. Basri as well now, who's a really yeah, good signing, yeah. I think.
2: He got, goal signing, them. Yeah. he
3: got goals for them last yeah. time. He got about seven or eight or doesn't have that in mm. the half season. Yeah,
2: he got, he got six that, in the league, I think, yeah.
3: Which so, gives you like 12-13, which is what they've needed, you know, with Benteke yeah. not scoring.
2: So they've not done uh, much. But, but what they've done
1: they've is... Got IU up front and their sign of C- Cahill last season. Mm. I mean, Yes, those genius. Teams, their yes that was a good sign.
2: Yeah, it was a good signing. And, and yeah, and IU, I'm not a massive fan of him, but to be fair to him, he had a good season. He was their top scorer. He did make a difference to them staying up. I think. Uh, he scored some key goals, not least against us, but mm. in general, he scored some key goals and, you know, that can make a difference and he's another season in with the yeah. same team. Um, I, I think they're aging as well. They do need to yeah. freshen their squad well, That's up.
3: why they brought in Eze and they brought in um, Ferguson as well, the full-back. They kind of... Yeah.
2: Yeah, from West mm-hmm. Brom. The yeah. interesting. He was on signing, a free like, free transfer. Yeah,
3: the interesting mm-hmm. signing this week, I thought, and I and I still think they'll struggle, and I still think Scott Parker's not a great manager. But so Ariola, the goalkeeper from yeah. um, Paris Saint-Germain, going on loan. to Real Madrid last yeah.
4: year? Yeah, it's
3: a pretty interesting signing. That I mean, they they've and they've brought a fullback for Dutch international fullback for only a couple of million today as well. So they are yeah. touching the defence up, and they do have well, Mitravelić talk- going forward.
2: Let's talk about Fulham a bit more because, um, yeah, I mean, they've signed six players according to my records here. Knockart, of course, 10 mil from us. Lamina on loan from Saints. Mm. Uh, Harrison Reid, 8 mil from Saints. Sorry, 6 mil, I think it is, from Saints. Anthony Robinson, who's a very good uh, full-back, I think, in this. Uh, yeah, from the Wigan, wasn't he? 2 mil, Wigan. Yeah, he Wigan was supposed
4: had sold to go everyone. To, he, to was, he was supposed to go to AC Milan, wasn't yeah. he, in January? Yeah. Yeah, and um, so problem injury or something, wasn't there? I think uh, they had, yeah. like, a, yeah, something happened to his medical, I think, medical, Yeah. yeah. That's right.
2: And a guy called Bowie for, from Wraith Rovers, Undisclosed, and Ariola, who we've mentioned. I mean, they seem to have gone a bit Dutch more sensible. Well. Oh, have they? Yeah. OK, right. Um, they've um. gone more sensible than in previous times. So the idea of Fulham doing a Fulham seems less likely. But I think they'll be more sensible, but maybe not more successful, because I think it's going to be tough. Uh, Villa have strengthened a bit. Um, they've spent a bit of money. Annoyingly, a couple of those signings do look good. Watkins. They've lost think, their
4: goalkeeper situation, a bit of a worry for them, isn't it? Because they've lost Pepe Reina has gone back to, well, he's gone to Lazio. Yeah. Heaton's yeah. obviously is that, out for the, the long it, term. It,
1: yeah. Is Heaton out that long?
4: Yeah, I think he's out yeah, for a while still.
2: So. Yeah. I mean, they've overpaid for Watkins, there's no doubt about it, but yeah, I am a big fan of his. It's 28 rising to 33. Far um, too much. They've Far too much, really. Um, they've also signed Matty Cash, who we were interested in, and he's a good player. I'll, I'll rate him, actually. 16 mil from Forest um, and a guy Again, yet, yet more proof
3: of how well we did with Lamptey. You know, he's a, I know he's played midfield exactly. before, but this season he was a right-back. Yeah. He's never played yeah. in the Premier League. He's, he's a few years older than Lampy as well, and he costs like five times as much.
2: Yeah. I mean, For me, looking at it, I mean, Watkins is a good player, and he could make the step up. But if he doesn't make the step up, or if he gets injured, they're back to square one again. They haven't got anything else there. Yeah. Cash is a good player, but well, where's Wesley possibly?
3: might be. A, he, was, he was scoring one or two goals when he, hmm. you know, starting to settle a bit. Once when he got injured, but yeah, yeah I mean,
4: they, it's what Samata does as well, doesn't it? Yeah, really they well. spent a lot but of money he's a right tough in. time to come in.
1: Yeah, the very good for to... filler um was Douglas Louise.
2: Yes, yeah, he's good, he's good. And obviously Grealish so far looks like he's staying, that will help them. Or will it? Depends, it depends, because there was talk maybe
4: that um, City, Man City were going to buy back Douglas Louise. there was talk of that, yeah. they've got a buyback
1: uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. thing in his contract. In, um, in do you think... Gr- sorry, Gr- Gr- go on, Grealish Gr- Gr- is... I, I think he can almost be detrimental to Villa, because everything has just to Just going to say that, him. yeah.
2: Yeah, everything, it's all about him. And he yeah. he tries too hard, doesn't he? Yeah, I think. I, and, I, and you I look agree, at his record
3: think... post-lockdown. It was pretty dreadful, wasn't it? I don't think he'd scored. He got, or he, he waits yeah. for the last game of the season. he, yeah, he scored got a goal. in
2: West Ham, Massive it, yeah.
3: deflection mm. from memory, wasn't it, or something or something? Yeah, it was a huge deflection, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he didn't score a proper goal, really, after lockdown. You're right,
4: he does try, really, tries really hard, too hard. It, mm. it's he always bloody sem- scores against us. It's quite similar to Knockout in that way, that you know, when he's like, it's like the, almost the more, the harder he tries, the more it, it doesn't yeah. come off, isn't it?
1: Well, my point's slightly different. They can't play a quick breakaway because they have to play it through him.
2: Wherever mm-hmm. he is, yeah. yeah. It's detrimental, yeah. You, there's so many times you see an asset who everyone thinks is indispensable, and I think Zaha, this could be the same with him if you get rid of them for a good fee and you spend the money wisely it works like Liverpool as well with Coutinho and, and getting in and Dyke and whoever else Allison. they got in Alisson yeah um, you know it, it's actually the opposite you think you can't
4: live without them and in fact but your point works... about if you spend it wisely exactly the, yeah. exactly <laughs> That's obviously yeah. Liverpool, have, Liverpool have done but a lot of other yeah. clubs
3: Tot- Tottenham after yeah. Gareth Bale yeah. when they basically went and yeah. bought anyone available and that most of them turned out to be
1: rubbish that was the opposite. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Um, no, but your, your point there, Robin, about Liverpool and spending it wisely, that's what they did, is they didn't go for quantity, which is what hmm. Tottenham did with the Bell money. Yeah, they, they he looked at two, quality. he knew ex-
4: he had two very specific holes yeah. in the
1: squad and, and found the best. He went for the best. best. Mm. Yeah. yeah. You've got, got mean, a strategy, well, haven't that, you, that's, really? That's what we're, we're not going to get the best, but. What we need to get is the best within our kind of price band. Yeah, we
4: don't need to spread ourselves over five or six positions. We know that realistically we need a striker and we probably need a wingback. And if, hmm. we do, if we only got, what well, I say only, if we got those two, I'd say 90 plus percent of the fan base would be fairly comfortable. going. Or, or even the we, we got, got a
3: striker and we decided to persevere with Bernardo and March. And I think most yeah. people would be accepting of that as well. If we yeah. didn't let yeah. didn't let Bernardo go and we kept him and played between Mark, those, those
4: Byrne, two, are, even Alzate, I yeah. suppose.
2: Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, in my in my one to twenty, I've got Brighton down as thirteenth, which is where I think we should have finished last season. We should have been Newcastle. That <laughs> would have done that. But the teams I've got below us, we we talked about West Ham, we talked about Burnley, we talked you about. You never Palace. know which
4: West Ham's going to turn up. That's the yeah.
2: thing. Exactly, that's Every the season. thing. I, really don't Moise, Moyes. Moise, I don't, I'm not, yeah, no. I'm not convinced.
4: Yeah, I, I'm fairly um, I'm fairly confident Burnley will be below us.
2: Yeah, and that's how, where I've got them in 15th. I've got Palace 16th. We talked about them. Villa, we talked about. Uh, the teams we haven't mentioned so far, we've mentioned Fulham, is West Brom and Leeds. The reason I've got West Brom second bottom is they've signed Pereira, quite a good player. They've signed Diagana, good player. They had them last season on loan. That's not what they didn't already have. Mm. They've signed Kipre, 1 million from Wigan. Everyone signed a Wigan player this summer uh, for the Premier League. To be honest, I don't know much about him. Um, they've signed Button, undisclosed. He's not going to pull up trees. He might might be their first choice. He'll probably be a backup. And Callum Robinson, undisclosed from Sheffield United. It seems to be on part of the swap, well. swap yeah. deal. Yeah. It? yeah. Yeah. So they haven't so improved. They've not,
4: they not readded really
2: anyone, have yeah. they? And I wasn't impressed with West Brom last season. I mean, I, they were a decent Championship side. Don't get um, me wrong. But so there was nothing about lockdown. them that was like, yeah, yeah, post yeah, lockdown. They'd... But you look at you look at Sheffield United who came up through the playoffs, I think it was, you look at the likes of Leeds who won a title this year, Norwich who won the title last year, look how badly Norwich did. West Brom looked inferior to that. I thought it was a weaker division, the championship last year, yeah. personally. I don't see West Brom surviving unless they make some major changes to their squad. And even then you've got the issue of integration and from what from what Fulham I've read, they don't loads. have the money yeah. to do that. Yeah. They're they, filling themselves evolved. Fulham have been more frugal. We'll have to see what happens with them. The one team we haven't mentioned, we're saving the best of the last. I know you want it that way, Peter. It's your favourites, Leeds. I've got quite a bit to say about Leeds, and I'm sure you have as well. Firstly, I gonna
4: say I was going to say, I don't think that they'll be in the bottom three.
2: No, well, depending on Villa, I think they will, but I, I, I can respect an alternative opinion because I think they're a little bit of an un, unsaid quantity, really. I think... I think Bielsa is a, a manager who is exceptional. He, the way he, he manages the teams, he obviously pushes them physically, and there's a lot of demands on on his players. Which he, in the first year, they came unstuck. They they just started to blow towards the end of the season and missed out. The second year, as you said off air, Robin, the lockdown may have helped them, and they they got over the line. I love the way he sets his teams up. They're dynamic. They're open. They're attacking. But they're, they're open and they're attacking, <laughs> is the problem. They could get unstuck. I don't see an awful lot of improvement in the squad.
3: Yeah, I think that's my my big point. I mean, they've still got the UK league at right back, who is a pretty average right back in championship when he was. And the team
2: isn't that great. Still got it's not coop, one of the best teams, got- is it?
3: Yeah. Dallas so the left back who's not even really a left yeah. back but plays there they've yeah. still got Patrick Bamford as their second choice centre forward if they lose Rodrigo to injury yeah. or whatever
2: yeah they've, I mean they've you know, signed they've, they've signed paid. nine players um, we've got Rodrigo's the top spend 27 mil Valencia on paper that's a great signing he's playing a La Liga for Valencia he's a Spanish international he's not got a great but goal scoring, scoring record
4: though stress, yeah that great, that's what are, I said on, the, on, the, on our WhatsApp group wasn't it yeah, yeah. it's goal scoring and record it's a, considering it's not it's a
2: division that does does leak a lot of goals as well. So not not that impressive. And trans- transitioning to a new, new division, a new country, it's not easy in the first season in the Premier League. So I'm not sure. Fair play, you know, we'll see. Uh, Robin Cock, a great first name, Robin. Uh, Cock, maybe not such a good surname. Uh, but anyway, um, he is apparently always been Leeds first choice. It wasn't all about Ben White at all. You know, why would we want Ben White? We've got a German international, blah, 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 blah. Uh, you've read it all on s- social media, I'm sure. Um, we don't really know. He Again, it's a transitional season from another country. He comes from Freiburg, who were in the second tier, if I'm not mistaken. No, I think they are in the season. top
3: flight. I think they are they in I the think,
2: top flight. Yeah, it's, it, is, okay, like, it sounds enough. like
3: quite a decent signing on paper. Yeah, because but... he I made his Germany the... debut Fairly well, fairly recently, I yeah. think, isn't it? Yeah. And he came on the he's last minute against Spain he? and could they could need an equalizer when he came on, apparently. Is he
2: twenty twenty four? Is he something yeah. like so he sounds like a yeah.
3: decent signing, but uh, yeah, as you say, to the fact fair, is, he's replaced White. Other than that, they've just signed their loan players and Rodrigo, so they've not really yeah. I I wouldn't say improved significantly. Um, no,
4: and plus so uh, that's spend plus fifteen million plus, on someone yeah. that does that they don't want. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, not great. I mean, they've got Messier, Goldie from Lorient for 5 mil. A guy called Greenwood I've not heard of, presumably an Arsenal youth player for 3 mil. He's very
4: good, yeah, very, very
2: good. Oh, is he good? Okay. Uh, Harrison on loan from City. They've got Drame, I think it's pronounced on undisclosed terms, from Fulham. Gilhart from Wigan, again, Wigan, (laughs) selling a player to the Premier League 1 million, and C. Allen, who I presume is not Clive Allen, uh, but it's undisclosed from Linfield. um, Held a cost cost of a 16 mil from Wolves. Um, There's not a great deal of strengthening going on there, and it is a big jump into the Premier League. And as you said, white. Even a small if squad as good isn't white, it? Really, it's a very. It's, yeah.
4: they, they've got a very small squad. He yeah,
3: and small he does squad, like apparently. a small
2: squad, yeah. But yeah,
3: yeah with, the, with the with the games coming thick and fast this season, yeah. especially if you yeah. have any sort of cup run or anything like that, then you know yeah, it can come unstuck.
2: That's what that's what's going to be interesting about them. It's going to be interesting about Wolves, who operate in a similar fashion, yeah. as you would have seen from my own well, I mean, they, they've got spent
3: thirty-five million on an eighteen-year-old with two goals in professional football or something like that.
2: Fabio Silva, yeah. yeah. And it's, he's Portuguese. What a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've got Wolves down I, I in the ninth Wolves place. I have Wolves
1: higher than you, actually. Um, you reckon I higher? Very good, yeah. Because they're, they're not in Europe this year, are they? they?
3: No, they're not. But, no,
2: but they were not last in Europe. year. Surely they're yeah, tired
3: so... from last season's campaign, though. Well, they... I just think
2: with the small squad and the, the, the demands Again, they on Again, their... pre- they've been pretty
4: lucky with injuries, haven't they, generally?
3: Yeah, I mean yeah. a big one for them. I know, obviously, Jimenez is is very impressive and Yotta, but the big one for them is Treori. Whether, whether he starts or he comes to the bench, he's the one who changes games for them. If he got an but, injury, uh, they've miss him a lot. Have,
4: have, a they replaced, have they replaced? Have they replaced am already? I'm not or sure they are. have. No, not because over. I also noticed that Johnny's out for the season. Yeah, I think. yeah. they
3: got a, they got a guy from Lyon who sounds quite a decent signing. You can play. Oh left yes, he did. Back. Yes, his yeah. left but back. But I think yeah, he's a yeah, left-sided yeah. player rather than a. Rather than mm. right sided, but he sounds a very yeah. good siding for like under yeah, two million.
2: Yeah, yeah,
4: played in no, the Champions League semi final
2: The team that's been likened to Wolves in recent times is Sheffield United. They're obviously newer to the equation, yeah, you, but I've, you've I've had got them in tenth,
1: eleventh, I think
2: it is. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, I, mean, I,
1: I, I I don't see them doing so well this year. No, I don't either. I think. No, I, mean, no, I, I don't.
2: I think, I think I rate Wilder a lot. I think um, they're, they're starting to pretty uninspiring.
4: Sh- like second well, season it's, syndrome, isn't it? As well, the, yeah. they're not really I
2: mean, the unknown. They've got, got Ramsdale in from Bournemouth. Like everyone's got a Bournemouth player as well, haven't they? But that's, but I mean, in a way, that's uh, 18, replacing 15. Henderson, who
3: was a lot better. So it's a decent yeah. signing, but Henderson's a better keeper. Agreed.
2: Uh, they've got Wes Fodringham from uh, free on from Rangers, and um, they've got uh, a guy called uh, what well, it's, it's Kuli but it's not that one, undisclosed from Sars. Sarpsborg, I think it is. Oliver Burke uh, from West Brom. This seems to be a swap deal with uh, Cameron yeah. Robertson. He's never
3: done anything since he left. Yeah. Was it Forest he was brilliant at and it then? Not, yeah. anything, yeah. Nothing since.
2: But what I'm what I'm intrigued with, what the reason I think they'll do okay is I think I really rate Wilder. I think he's very it, it's very Burnley-esque in the way it's set up. So I think it works well for him. He signed both of Derby's wing backs, uh Bogle and Lowe for undisclosed uh, fees, that's going to be interesting, I think. I'm, I'm wondering how well they might do. That's going to be interesting. Also, Ethan Ampadu, who I think is a great player, uh, on loan from Chelsea, that's going to flesh out the squad nicely. I think they'll do okay. They might finish lower. I agree with you guys, it's possible. But I've, I've got them in mid-table. It's a team, I think, where you have potential to finish above if we get those signings yeah. that we need. Because I think Sheffield United have probably done their business now. Wild uh, Wilder saying yeah, about maybe a striker. striker, and maybe on loan. It might be the man well, I want, Brewster.
1: Yeah, um, we'll see. That's that's what the chatter is at the moment. That they want Brewster.
3: If I if I yeah. were Liverpool, I would not send Brewster on loan to a team who have got a great defensive record but don't really score that many. Personally, hmm. I'd send him yeah, on loan to like a team Brighton. maybe. <laughs> yeah, but at least we attack. <laughs> at least we attack, though. <laughs> Stop I'm not it. particularly saying I, I would send anyone <laughs> to us, but at least we try and attack, and we are missing. You know, we create chances. I don't think Sheffield United particularly do. So. Yeah,
2: not many. If you look at the games against us, for example, you could see the way they're set up. They're they're designed to not have many mm. chances, but to make and, and the it's crosses
1: as well, isn't it? It's crosses into the box. Yeah, yeah. We were, we yeah, were dreadful right. against them at home, though. That was a yeah pretty awful yeah. game.
2: So. So that's pretty much it in terms of uh, looking through the other teams, what's going on. I mean, do you guys, significant differences to my predictions there. Have, I mean, I've got Fulham, West Brom and Leeds, or possibly Villa going down. Do you, yeah, I mean, good Rob, Robin's mentioned shot. Burnley. I Obviously think Burnley, Burnley is a impossible. Shout. Yeah. Could West Ham get dragged into it, do you think? Yeah, I've got always. They've, always
4: got, they've always got the potential to because yeah. you know, they're, always, they're a millimetre away from Agreed yeah. being a basket case. And so. I wouldn't I wouldn't rule
3: out Newcastle for all the fact they've made some decent signings. They A, a complete basket case anyway, with Ashley in charge. And B, it has to be said, but despite everything with Fraser and Wilson, Bournemouth went down last year. So hmm. I mean
2: yeah.
3: you know, they kind of yeah. you, you can never rule them out considering the situation there. And you can't rule yeah. us out obviously as well. Uh,
1: yeah. I, I, I I wouldn't put Newcastle in there. Um and so long as we get a decent strike, I wouldn't put us in there yeah. either. Yeah, well, just a just yeah. to
2: round, round off a couple of things. First of all, we are sponsored by Seagulls Over London. If you wanted to find out information about them or join, it's www.seagullsoverlondon.com. If you want to contact our show, Brighton Rock Podcast, it's Brighton, it's at Brighton Rock Pod, or it's it's uh, an email, BrightonRockPodcast at gmail com. If you can leave reviews, especially five star reviews, please do because it all helps our ratings. It helps our uh, our uh, accessibility and all that sort of stuff. Please do if you can, guys. Um Second thing to mention is we've got Chelsea at the weekend. They've signed some new players. Werner scored with his first bloody touch in that friendly. However, we were the better side. Can we get a result at the weekend, guys? Uh We've they're going to be missing apparently Zieck. Uh, Silver and Chilwell. Uh, the bad news is the other signings like Werner and and um, Havertz are available. Are we going to get anything from this game?
1: I I was at, actually present at the friendly, uh, and yeah. we were not the better side in, ah. in the first half. They they made all their one well both sides made all their changes at half time, and it became a, a little less relevant. Um, We played quite well in the first 20 minutes or so, but um, they were an awful lot better thereafter, actually. Um, I think they'll beat us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I
4: think they probably will. I think they'll beat us, but I think it will probably be fair i
2: don't think we will yeah i don't think we'll get thrashed but i don't think i think we'll i'm thinking up. a 2-1 or 3-2 defeat 2-1 i was
3: thinking yeah exactly yeah. Yeah, maybe even 3-1 late on with them Or well, i was pushing forward and then counter-attacking but yeah. not yeah i don't think we're hammering
2: yeah yeah well hopefully it'll be better than that but we'll, we'll see in the meantime uh thanks for joining us everybody um if you've got your views as i said contact us and we'll be happy to uh, to broadcast your opinions, as long as they're not rude. Or maybe, actually, if they are. In the meantime, thank you very much to Peter, to Andy and to Robin. Yes. I've been Russell Guyver, and I still am. Um, so we'll be back with the next one, which will be our review of the match against Chelsea on Monday. Till then, stand or fall, up the Albion.